All right, it's Saturday night, the beer is cold, and this is Movies and BS with Andrew. And I'm Katie. All right, so here we go, guys. Another fun-filled week has come and gone. It's Saturday night, and we're going to go to our emails, and we, we got some. We actually got emails. I know. How exciting is that? Is it from brand new listeners? No. Is it still from Jeff and Laura? That's right. Jeff and Laura are doing great. Uh, <laughs> so Jeff talking about good old Tom Hanks. Did not know Tom Hanks was in Tales from the Crypt. I kind of um, remember it. You remember uh, Tales of the Crypt? Yes. That was like, was that like Friday or Saturday night that came out? Well, again, you got to remember, we didn't have like cable. Oh, you didn't have because you're poor. Yeah, we were. And my Aunt Carol would record everything. Um, and once a year, she'd send a giant box of videotapes. That's how poor you were. That's how, that was like our big Christmas present was just a box of like videotaped videotapes. Let me tell you how poor I was. I literally went to my grandparents' house. They had a 12-inch black and white television in their basement. I stole that shit and put it in my room. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, I remember dad was coming to bed, and I was in bed watching, like, you know, uh, Voyager or something. I'm black and white, mind you. But This was, was like, 1995. Were you connected to any type of cable? Or no, like I had that? rabbit ears. Anyways, in my bedroom, at least. No, cable in, like, individual bedrooms? Oh, I'm sorry, That's crazy. Rich. You still had a TV yeah, in your black, room. black and white television. And then my dad, like, looked at me, and I looked at the TV, and he was just like, uh, obviously, this television is going to rot your brain, and you'll yeah. become nothing but a fool and a failure. And I was like, yup. And he left it alone. He's just too tired to argue. But um, I remember watching Tales from the Crypt, black and white. I think it was Friday, maybe Saturday night, like 11 o'clock. It would do the creepy old busted house. Then you go it through the like basement. That awesome, creepy song. Yeah. And then it had like the columns with the fire. And then, damn, Tales from the Crypt. And then they were usually just terrible episodes. For some reason, I kind of remember Tom Hanks doing that episode. I think he was like a guy who was in charge of like a dating program and he was going through VHS tapes of something that I might be full of crap on that because I remember rewatching that as the middle school I was like hey that's Tom Hanks <laughs> so I guess that's him in a horror genre yeah so nailed that one uh Jeff also talked about uh best of Norm Macdonald and Chris Farley films which I actually showed that to my kids when he was eating the 32 sack lunches it's like, yeah. who would eat 32 sack lunches? And there's Chris Farley, like, giggling as the bus driver. And then Norm MacDonald and his other buddies right next Did to him. Did they get it that that was a stoner scene or not? Uh, no, they didn't really get you it. You really that didn't elaborate Billy that much, No, yeah. I was just like, you guys ever watched Billy Madison? A couple kids were like, yeah. I'm like, do you remember this part? But, oh, uh, Laura, on the other hand, she had the top list of Martin Short projects. Ooh. And she had some good ones. Father of the Bride, which I completely agree. Pure Luck was the one I was thinking with um, yeah. Danny Glover. Okay. And okay. then uh, Three Amigos. I and... feel like such a fool. I was just like, they were never in any projects together. And I was just like, you're right, Father of the Bride. Oh, absolutely. Three Amigos. I'm like, I'm a moron. Yeah, they were, in, they were in a lot of stuff. Pretty good friends. Um, I She has uh, Jiminy Glick. I He just didn't do that for me. Like, Anytime Jimmy Click show. Oh, was he like the fat TV host that like, was kind of gross? Like, like smoking down gross. donuts and gross. Like, yeah. Yeah, gross. I remember that. But uh she said she's also watching Murders in the Building, which we need to catch up on that. I haven't watched much of that this week. And um she says that 
She says that Jeff says uh, that she Polar says Express that says. <laughs> counts as a musical. Oh, so. God damn it. Then I guess he has to know. And then Norm McDonald's best is Burt Reynolds on SNL. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Missed you, so, That guy was amazing. So what I've been watching this week. Well, thank um, you, Jeff and Laura. Thank yeah, you thanks, again. guys. Yeah, please. You're the only reason why we do this. So yeah, you are the only two loyal listeners that we are doing this for. I'm sure we'll make like t-shirts or something like that eventually. Right. So um, for Katie Hogg's a cast with her stuff, I oh, watched the fourth season of Goliath. And I, I will say this. If you haven't seen Goliath yet on Amazon Prime, please do so and start with season one. Mm-hmm. Because if you just roll into season four, you'll be like, this is awful um it is very trippy so you gotta watch and you gotta know the characters and kind of the past history of it you could probably stream or binge watch not stream but binge watch goliath in a good weekend they're short episodes overview really fast just do a quick premise just to get people okay billy bob thornton plays a busted broken down lawyer that was once the best of the best and we catch him at the lowest point of his life. He gets recruited, if you will, to go up against his old law firm. And from there, it unfolds to be even worse involving like uh, arms dealing, um, giant companies, his old law firm, William Hurt. Um, that first season's amazing. And it will hook you guaranteed by at least episode one, if not episode two. Um, of the first season and then once you go down that rabbit hole season two is even better uh if anything it's a close close second i really did like that second one yeah three with dennis quaid and the casino like that one i rewatched right before we went just well school started yeah july and that one got better that's when you gotta watch a couple times but it's kind of trippy i did not really like that third one at all that one was not my favorite out of the whole entire series. Right. And then uh, the fourth one that just came out, finished it yesterday. today. That <laughs> one, though, is very beautifully well shot. I mean, the whole entire time, it's not, it, it wasn't shot in any similar way of other seasons. The whole entire time you're looking at it, it's like half of it's in black and white, half of it's kind of glossy, very artsy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely uh, probably one of the best things that. Billy Bob Thornton has done. Um, make sure you guys check it out. Like I said, start in season one. You'll thank me later. Um, I've been kind of going to my old classics, parking, Parks and Rec, excuse me. Yep, almost done with that. We're like halfway through the final season, aren't we? Yeah. Did we talk about where we read, like, you keep watching the same seasons over and over? It's like anxiety or something? So, yeah, there's this study that's out where supposedly if you're just somebody that's very comfortable watching the same shit over and over and over again, apparently you have high anxiety and you just can't deal with the stress with taking on a new TV show. So it's like 99% of people? Yeah. I don't know. It's like either you watch sports where you just zone out and completely watch it, or you're like me, where you want to watch something you enjoy, and you, you know, don't want to go down the rabbit hole of something that you don't know what to watch. Or if you got kids and you can't watch anything, that's not appropriate. So. I think we're in a little bit of column B and C. Yeah, I agree. I uh, just finished up 
the day after tomorrow. Katie's never seen that, which blew me away. No, you see, I am not one of those actiony type of people. And I remember when this movie came out, I was just like, I don't want to see that punk of shit. That was in 2004. So I was graduating. You were like in your third year of law school, or whatever. You were so shit. <laughs> <laughs> we were graduating at the same time, but um, no, that did not hit my interest at all. I remember my brother Dan going to it. I could have cared less. Yeah. Anyway, still pretty decent, you know, especially heading home now. Ten years, almost twenty years after it came out, in a couple of years, eighteen years. Um, terrible weather events and. We killed our planet. We didn't listen. We didn't listen. We I do need to South do South Park. Yeah, we do that. need to do a whole podcast dedicated to South Park, like the top favorite, your favorite episodes, my favorite episodes, and the ones we cannot live without. Right, you just have to throw them down. Um, and it'd be worth just, I don't know, getting the Netflix up or or HBO now, and then just going season by season and going the top top episodes of each season. Yeah, you need to do something like that. Um, by far one of the best. So, yeah. Also, uh, saw another trailer for Saints of Newark, and saw that it will be coming out on HBO. So October one, um, I have to park the combine and just. So is that going to be one where I can't cheat on you? I have to watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. You can't just like go watch it whenever you want to because you're like (laughs) ruining. No, I won't. I won't ruin it with you. I I promise. I'll wait. I was really hoping to go see that in movie theater, but I suppose we can watch it here at home. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, with the COVID on the rise. Well, maybe we can drop the kids off, and we don't have to stay up so godly late in order to watch it. It might be like an early morning thing. I don't know. We just have to watch it. Um, Fun thing I did this week, and I guess I did yesterday, a little bit today. was introduced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, to uh, Evie, and she's really getting down with turtles, which is awesome. I am really glad that you introduced our turtles to her before the Michael Bay version. Yeah. I know that you did watch the first one, Michael Bay movie. We watched, yeah, we watched like the third one, the old version in the 90s of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where they go back in time, or you guys did. We, yeah, I, started I got stuck with that with her. Just and like, oh, Jesus. I don't know, like watching that first one with old Jim Henson is uh, rough. I mean, is it really that rough? first one? I would say that first one's pretty dark. I mean, you got like well, they're in a farmhouse, and then you got the weird April O'Neil and Casey the hockey guy, and Splinter's all like doing kung fu as a tiny rat. Well, that first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't like a funny go lucky thing. You remember like that whole entire program I watched of like Toys That Made Us off of Netflix. Yes. But they talked like about the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics were very dark. It wasn't like a happy story. Yeah, but the guy also created that as like a larf. He's like, I'm going to take the most ridiculous animal Concept, in yeah. the animal kingdom and turn him into a ninja. He's like, what if it's a turtle and they know kung fu? Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And then it's just like, boom, exploded. But I, coming from a guy who watched every turtle movie, the cartoon turtles, who had all the toys. What was the uh, toy that you coveted as a child that you had to have for the I have the Technodrome, and then I think my buddy Steve had the 
um, the, I guess the mobile, if you want to call it that, the uh, thing that would dig and tunnel <laughs> in the ground. Yeah. I don't even know what you call it. The digger. I, I don't know. Was this the thing that launched pizzas or what? No, was that? that was the van. I had that. Yeah. No, this thing was like it was like the the tunnel machine. Like it, you, you ever watch uh, Incredibles? Remember the Underminer? When yeah, they busted yeah, through? yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty much that, but smaller. And like Bebop and Rocksteady would use that in a cartoon oh, to like some, you know travel around New York City making their way. But like <laughs> I think Steve had it. I was like, oh man, this thing is legit. It was amazing. Um, so yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Vanilla Ice, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Go Ninja, Go Ninja. Which is still a pretty awesome go. rap. Um, but like watching it now at being 35 and like seeing how lame the fight scenes were. Evelyn like eats that shit up. Oh, though. I know. It's amazing. I did too. But it's just like, oh wow, these turtles are great. And then I watched it now. Like they're fighting the foot. There's like 50 foot. Uh, the guys are fighting, you know, bad guys. And they're like fighting one at a time. Don't you think they'd be really hot in those costumes? Oh, I think they would just, poor yeah. bastards. I bet those guys had just, I don't know what they did. I bet there was a goddamn medic up there oh, the entire time. Yeah, that's, you got to take the head off. Yeah, it's all latex. You die. This is just, uh, probably lost 100 pounds doing the movie. Because they're rolling around <laughs> trying to do like backflips. <laughs> I don't know, but we got, uh, we got New April and Neil on that one. She's pretty smoking. So glad they got that. It was cool. I'm glad. Yeah, that's what matters. Um, so that's kind of my list of things. I know I've probably watched some other things, but nothing that's just tripped my trigger where I just have to talk about it. Um, so kind of a lame week, but getting busy with the farm, started cutting beans. School's Finally going back good. School pretty much yeah. full time again. Kids are healthy. Yeah, we got past that. So we're kind of a healthy week, which I'll start later and such. Back in normalcy. All right. So. Without further ado, Katie's going to take you down the rabbit hole of X-Files and like one of the creepiest episodes ever made. Oh my so, god! So, yes. get and get ready for this. Take it away. Okay, so I went back to watching X-Files. Alright, so that was it. So I hope oh, you guys enjoyed on. the podcast. Oh, come on! I hate you so much. Okay, so I had read about this episode of the X-Files. It's titled Home. And it's like ranked up there with like one of the most disturbing episodes on television of any TV show of all time. And Home is up there like it's number two or number one. So it's season four, episode two. And I've been waiting for this, man. I've gone through a whole bunch of X-Files shit. I finally get to this point and I got to it. Oh my God. It is just like, wow. How wow is it? Okay, so here's how wow it is. Going into it, I was just like, you know, I kind of understand the premises of this. From what I read on it, it can't be that bad. It can't be. Do you want me to like, do the whole entire episode from start well, to finish? Or how do you want me to do this? I would give the broad strokes and try to explain it more than just like it's ridiculously ridiculous. Like, what was it about? Okay, so it starts off at this like weird looking farmhouse. And you see this woman kind of silhouette of a woman giving birth on a table and she's in pain obviously and then you hear the baby cry and it's not a normal baby cry it sounds animalistic kind of like a pig kind of like grunting and you see these three like fucked up men like 
mutiny looking men wrap up the infant and they're going outside and you hear this woman just wailing hysterically from the house and it's pouring rain out and they go out into a field and you see one of them digging a hole and you hear this infant just kind of crying very softly you can't see it except for one foot that's not where a foot should be at like it's up higher than what it should be and you see them bury it give it like two days later these kids are playing baseball out in the field and the kid's digging his foot in like he's getting ready to hit ball really really hard and he's kind of digging his foot further into the ground and all of a sudden his foot's just covered in blood uh, yeah, this work is fucked up, right? And they're like, ah! And they run away and they tell their parents. So, some reason, Dana and Scully are called in on the scene. They realize that, oh, there's a baby that's buried here. Yeah, this is obviously an FBI case. So they go here, they go investigate, and they find out that this field is next to the Peacock Farm. And they're told that the Peacock family is a very strange family. They keep to themselves. The house is originally built in the Civil War era. And it's three brothers that live there. Mom and dad died in a horrific car accident. So it's just them living on this farm by themselves. They grow their own food. They have their own pigs. They have their own cattle. They don't have to go to town. There's no electricity. There's no water in the house. These guys just keep to themselves. And the sheriff in town is just like, yeah, they're kind of a strange family. But um, there's rumors that they are kind of products of incest. So we just kind of leave them alone. So Dana goes to look at this baby corpse, and you don't see it. You don't see it, but she is horrified. She tells Mulder, I can't describe it well enough, uh, Mulder, but this baby has every single genetic anomaly known to mankind. This is obviously from inbreeding. And they're like, well, where did this baby come from? Hmm. The peacocks don't have any sisters. So obviously they kidnapped a woman and fucked her, and this baby is a byproduct of it. Huh. You know what? Maybe we should check out that farmhouse, right? Because now it's a kidnapping case. They're thinking that they kidnapped a woman because there's no known woman in town or surrounding area that's been pregnant. So they're like, okay, it's a kidnapping case. So they go to the farmhouse, and they... The doors open and they're like flashing their flashlights in there and you see like a blood covered table um you see a pair of scissors which they use to cut off like the umbilical cord so they're like oh yeah yeah uh they murdered this baby uh yeah they they obviously murdered this baby so they're trying to build up a case the peacock brothers end up killing the sheriff and the deputy but here's where it gets really creepy okay you want to know the cliffhanger as to why it's the most goddamn disturbing episode in the history of any tv show ever sure okay so the peacocks by the way booby trap the house so you see like you do like you do when you're 
byproducts of incest. You see the deputy's head get cut it's like off. Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, it's like Home Alone, the R-rated version, because you see the deputy's head get cut off with an axe just comes through a doorway. Mm. He's just like, I wear a vest to keep myself from being shot, and then you see his head get cut off, and you're like, fuck! Oh my god! And Dana and Fox are just like, huh? You know, this is kind of bad, and we're the only two people that are going after these guys. And now it's broad daylight, and you can see these brothers. They've got lumps, they've got bumps, they've got gigantic heads. I hate using this expression, but it's obvious retard strength is what they've got. They've got fucked up teeth, everything like that. And they find the woman in the house that has the baby. She's on a, um, what do you call that thing where you're changing oil under a car that has wheels on it? Like a hoist or what a jack no not a jack where you kind of wheel yourself in and out underneath the car in order to oh oh uh, yeah a creeper okay they pull this woman out that's on a creeper she has no legs she's missing an arm it's their mother the mother survived the car accident they brought her home and they've been having sex with her and it's their sibling slash child that they ended up burying out in the field in a shallow grave. And the mom's like, I do anything for my sons. No. I am proud of them. She has no teeth. She's a product of incest as well. In breeding, she's like, I do anything to protect my sons and my sons would do anything to protect me. So Dana and Mulder are shooting these motherfuckers, right? Because now they're attacking them because they think they're attacking the mom. And they kill two of the brothers. But the third brother gets the mom out. And now they're traveling. And you see them parked on the side of a road. And they're like, the mom's consoling the son going, it's all right. We'll just start a new family. We'll start more peacocks before you know it. And that is the most disturbing goddamn thing I've ever I'm seen in my really life. I'm really not happy that you would watch that. <laughs> told me that. It wasted not only my time, but Jeff and Laura's time. Oh, my God. That is awful. When they rolled her out on the creeper underneath the bed, it was just like, holy shit. No legs. She's wearing a dress. She's missing an arm. Is she hot? No. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Out of this whole entire incestual family type of situation. Yeah, she's the hottest one looking out of the bunch. But the brothers are just like, all right, for those of us that have seen The Hills Have Eyes, it's The Hills Have Eyes X-Files style. Can we first also address how you call Scully and Mulder, who are known worldwide as Scully and Mulder, as Fox and Dana? Yeah, that's their first names. I know, but... I feel like I know them intimately, yeah, you, and I can call them their first names. Now. That's like red flag number one. Um, oh, red flag number one. You're like, you're like Fox and Dana. I'm like, who the hell are these? Oh, Scully, because <laughs> you're crazy. Number two. Um, yeah, that's maybe the worst thing ever. Oh, so I had to cleanse my palate after watching that. Like, I had to get away from my desk, and I was like, I gotta get out of this. So then I went down this rabbit hole of Netflix foreign horror movies, and I watched like three of them in a row. Like, why, why would you do that? 
I don't know how to get out of it, man. I just so you had to, to get out of it. Go to European horrors? Well, the first one wasn't bad. It's an Austrian one. It's called The Scary House and it's English dubbed. Because Austrians have never done anything bad. Wow. So we're going to go there. Okay. That one's like a horror movie you can watch with your mom. It's not terrible. It's kind of like The Goonies and Super 8 versus trying to figure out a murder. So not bad. It was kind of cute. A cute horror movie. Everything is cute compared to that uh, Dana and Fox episode of Home. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> definitely still like the most bothersome thing I've ever seen. And I've watched a human centipede with you. That is yeah. definitely. Can we take a moment just for human centipede because it just all came rushing back? But I remember we were watching Tosh.0. Yeah, Daniel Toshman just whole spiel. Uh, the human centipede. And I was like, oh, this is hilarious. This should be good. And then we bought human centipede. Correction. I bought human centipede and said, hey, let's watch this. It can't be that bad. And we had like a movie night with it. Like we had yeah. popcorn and we had like Turned down carpet. The and we're like, oh, wow, this is amazing. Box of dots. And then we watched human centipede. And that's the last time I ever watched it. And I think I gave it to Steve. I insisted that it had to be out of our house just in case it ever accidentally got watched by future children. And I think it was when Steve got uh, broken up with his uh, fiance and it was a Christmas <laughs> present. He's like, Yeah, so she ripped her or she ripped my heart out and then for Christmas he got me the human centipede. A used copy of <laughs> That's for you, buddy. Uh, that correlate, you know, uh, bring the two together. But um, oh my god, though, human centipede's awful. Um, that home sounds even worse. I I even watched the Hills Have Eyes, like the new version. Um, no, this it's worse than the Hills Have Eyes. It yeah. was definitely one of those things of like, why the fuck did I watch this? But why it was definitely they... when they brought her out on the creeper, where she was hiding underneath the bed because that's where she lives is underneath the bed. And just, oh it's just like God. so fucked up, man. And then she like uses her stumpy arms to wheel herself back underneath oh, the bed. God sake. Oh, it's just like this is unbelievably fucked up. Oh, like so any phone calls or anything that would have been going on at work, I've just been like, dude, I cannot stop watching this. That's just disgusting. Oh, it's just horrifically terrible. And then I watched The Binding. I don't know, I'm not going to do this one any justice, but long, boring story short, as I'm looking at the time. So it's an Italian horror movie, English dub. And like you do, go out to go see your future in-law's house. Find out that your fiance at the time decided to have sex, got the young village girl pregnant. She wanted to keep the baby. He did not want anything to do with that. Begged her to like get an abortion, yada, 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 give it up. No, I want to have this baby and I want to get married to you. So like you do in a logical explanation. Nice Italian Thank you. It's horrible. <laughs> but like you do, you come to logical conclusion of, hey, I'm going to do this ritual to have you lose the baby. And in doing so, I'm going to invite a demon into you. Nice. So that happened. She loses the baby. She becomes possessed and she runs off in the countryside for like 30 years. 
And apparently we'll deal with that problem when eventually it comes back to bite us in the ass. And that's what happens. This might be a lot of the reason why I watch the same stuff over and over again. <laughs> this right here. It was just like differently. Uh, this is different. It washed away home. And now I'm like pro, you know what? I'd eat his ass if I was a demon and you did that to me. So I was totally like, hear me, woman, okay, demon. Way, I the way you phrase that, I was going, yeah. <laughs> I get what you'd say. You would like eat the guy. Oh, yeah. Not like sexually eat his ass. No, 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 no. Although that almost did happen until she, like, anyway, I won't ruin the end of that. Oh, of course. We're all going to go out and watch that. <laughs> but that's the finding. That's on Netflix. So is The Scary House on Netflix. And I'm currently watching the Influence in Argentina horror movie right now. I'll let you know how that one comes out. All these are bad. They're all not terrible. The Binding was much better than The Scary House. I'm kind of at a loss. Um, it's not that horrible, but I know we're running out of time here. So, hey, if you guys have any recommendations for horror movies that we should start watching here because we're starting to get close to October, and I like to do that whole entire scary movie marathon with you, uh, hit us up at moviesandbs02 at gmail.com. I don't watch any of your movies that you're watching. <laughs> you remember when I got you to watch Blackfish with me? That documentary yeah, about the yeah, killer whale. Oh man, that was awesome. Alright, time's running out. So um I'm sorry for the last half of this podcast. I thought it was informative. Guys, watch home. I love you. I'm Andrew. Uh, this is Katie. Good night. <laughs>